This podcast contains content and language not suitable for some listeners. Welcome to Oddities and Curiosities, a podcast about murder, the paranormal, and other oddities sure to pique your curiosity. We are Amanda and Brittany. It's episode 11. 11, 11, 11. What is episode 11, Brittany? Okay, we're doing something fun this week. A Hell little yeah. bit different, a little lighthearted. We needed it. Yes, we are going to do Urban Legends. Hell yeah. We're doing, like, our favorite classic urban legends. Classic urban legends. It's good stuff. It is. It's going to be great. Lots of stories today. Yeah. Yeah, we got six different stories. Six stories. Yes. Yeah, y'all better buckle the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Hang on, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, we're coming to you on... Wednesday. Ooh, hump day. Hump day. Favorite um, day. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. <laughs> I have pink in my shirt. Yeah, Amanda's wearing a Bucky shirt. And Brittany got her hair dyed today, or redone. Yeah, my hair's pink. Oh my God, it's gorgeous. That counts, right? I love it. Thank you. It looks so good. Okay. So yeah, um, our hump day treat, because Amanda was slacking this week, and I kind of feel like shit. Um have a little bit of a cold and I'm on cold medicine so y'all just if it gets kind of weird that's <laughs> why <laughs> so I was lazy and I went through the drive-thru at good old Daiquiri Express what what I mean you can't go wrong it's old trusty and you don't have to get out of the car but I did get us something different this time what'd you bring we got raspberry margaritas yes queen <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't love a good raspberry marg yes so delicious. Yes. Yeah. And I might cook something if, if we get hungry. That's <laughs> <laughs> where I'm at. I'm sorry. It's all up in the air. It's fine. We're okay here. Uh, yeah. So. so. <laughs> Jinx. Pinch <laughs> poke, you owe me a hump day treat. <laughs> it didn't rhyme, but I like it. <laughs> it's, it's what came out. <laughs> It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, if you listened till the end last time, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Thank you all for sticking around for that one, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Y'all know that rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts is important. So we offered the first 10 people to leave us reviews, uh, Oddities and Curiosities sticker. Hell Yeah. So far, we've gotten uh, three reviews that Apple has let come through because it takes them a little while. So if you've posted one and I don't call out your name, just be patient. I'll don't call, take it personal. Yeah, I'll call you out next week. It just takes them a little while to get it up to our dashboard. So no worries. If, We're just calling out the official ones. Yeah, the ones that have been there and we can read. And you guys are so sweet for going over there and rating and reviewing us. But we want to give a shout out to... The bitch, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Michelle Rankin. And uh, to Brandy Hodges. Yes, ma'am. And Shannon Williams. Yeah. So thank you, guys. And you'll be getting your stickers soon. Hell yeah. So if you guys want a sticker, 
like swoop on Why over there. Why would you not want a sticker? You're gonna want a sticker. Oh my god! Quit playing. Like it's our first official merch. Yes. Why would you not want to have that? We're going it's free. to be big and famous one day, and you can say, "I got their first merch item." We should write numbers <laughs> on the back of the stickers. <laughs> One. Oh, we will. We will number them and we will sign the back of the sticker. So when we're famous someday, you can say you were there first. Yep. You were there from the beginning. Yep. We're doing it. We're going to sign them. We're really not this full of ourselves. Maybe no, only a no, little bit I'm sometimes. Ju- it's just wishful thinking. <laughs> I am positively forecasting our future. Putting those vibes out there. Yeah. Okay. So while y'all are hopping over to Apple and rating and reviewing, mm-hmm. Since you're already on the interweb, (laughs) mosey on over to the Facebook and Instagram, like and follow us so y'all can see the pictures from our cases Yeah, and other little fun tidbits. We have fun over there. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. We have memes. They're cute. We play games. I love love yours. Yeah. So on Facebook, we're... Oddities and Curiosities Podcast. On Instagram, we are Oddities and Curiosities Pod. And on Twitter, we are Oddities and Curiosities Podcast. Yeah. So So go there. I guess do I could that. Have shorten that a little bit. We also have an email. Yeah. Oddities and Curiosities Pod at gmail.com. Now that we got that straight. <laughs> She's flipping me off. <laughs> okay. I'm over it. I love you too. <laughs> So, yeah, um, contact us if you have, like, any cool stories that you want to share. Mm-hmm. We may we may tell it on the podcast. If you have any hump day treat suggestions, we may go there and do that. Yup. Talk to us. We like it. We like friends. Friends are cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Any other housekeeping we need to do? No, we're good. Yeah. All right. Good. <laughs> Great. Okay. I had to think for a second. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Okay. Well, you let's, may begin, madam. Let's. Read spooky stories. Okay. I kind of went with a little theme with my classic urban legends. Themes are always good. Yeah. At first, it wasn't on purpose when I picked the first two stories. And then after I picked those, I was like, you know what? Let's kind of stick with this here. So I've got The Vanishing Hitchhiker, The Killer in the Back Seat, and The Man with the Hook. Yeah. So... Let's get started with The Vanishing Hitchhiker first. Okay. The Vanishing Hitchhiker is an urban legend where people traveling by vehicle meet with or are accompanied by a hitchhiker who ends up vanishing without explanation, often from a moving vehicle. There are many common variations of this story. One involves the vanishing hitchhiker leaving the vehicle, having left some item, or having borrowed a garment for protection against the cold, a jacket, a scarf, something Mm. like that. Usually what they borrowed is often found draped over a gravestone in a local cemetery. The fuck? <laughs> in this and other versions of the urban legend, the unsuspecting motorist makes contact with the family of a deceased person using whatever item that the hitchhiker left in the car. Oh, yeah. And finds that the family's description of the deceased person matches the person that they picked up and also finds that they were killed in some unexpected way, usually a car accident of some kind. Can you imagine? (laughs) Right. Holy shit. And a lot of times the driver's encounter with the vanishing hitchhiker occurs on the anniversary of their death. Oh, my God. Spooky. Yeah. 
<laughs> Not all vanishing hitchhiker legends involve ghosts, though. There's one popular version in Hawaii that involves the goddess Pele traveling the roads in disguise and rewarding kind travelers. Other versions include hitchhikers who utter prophecies, typically of a pending catastrophe or other evil events before disappearing. And a lot of those that I read where um, the hitchhiker utters a prophecy, a lot of times it's a nun. Uh, like a hitchhiking nun that has some sort of prophecy. Uh, I don't know if I like that. I, I don't like it. No. It's creepy. Um, we're putting Hawaii on the list, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Maybe we'll it's come across work. Pele. It's for research. There you go. Mm-hmm. I like it the way you think. I know. There is a similar story, which is about two travelers sitting next to each other on a train. A lot of times a man and a woman. One of them's reading a book and the other person asks what the book is about. And the first person says it's about ghosts. Then they have a conversation about ghosts and, you know, they ask each other if they believe or have they ever seen one. Where the first person says that they've never seen or believed in ghosts at all. And the second person replies that this is doubtful and vanishes. Um, this was the version that was used in the uh, book Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. That I was like a that book, book series from when we were kids. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I know. <gasps> when we were talking you earlier, I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I swear to God. <laughs> um, a little side note here. <laughs> Um, I'm not trying to push you towards another podcast or anything, but there is a podcast out there called uh, Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod. Yeah. And it's all about that book series. It's so great. They're it hilarious. Is good. Yeah. It's good. But um, anyway, I found a version of the story uh, that I'm going to read to you guys on anitasnotebook.com. This is the one that I've heard this variation the most. So it's the one I wanted to go with. Lovely. Okay. Ready? Yes. Okay. A man was driving home one night after a long day out. He had decided to take a shortcut through a back roadway, but was starting to regret it. His eyelids were drooping uncontrollably. The long straight road was so deserted that he had nothing to look at but trees on the side of the road, and it was hypnotizing. Then, all of a sudden, he was jolted awake by the figure of a person standing on the side of the road ahead. It was a young woman in a light flowing dress, and she had her hand out in the classic hitchhiker sign. His mother had always warned him that picking up hitchhikers was dangerous, that some people got murdered. But as he got closer, the woman locked eyes with him and looked at him so desperately that he couldn't help but hit the brakes. Worse every time. Right. <laughs> she got in the back seat and held her throat like it was hurting her, barely managing to say, thank you, home is down the road, blue house on the first right. The man noticed how cold she looked and saw that she didn't have a jacket, so he took his brown leather jacket off and handed it to her. She smiled shyly and put it on, tucking her hands into the pockets. He tried to talk to her a little bit more, but she seemed distracted, staring out the window intently. Her eyes were deep and soulful, and he wished he could ask her about her life, what her story was, anything. But instead, he clicked on the radio. It was odd. He turned through all the stations, but they were all static except for one, a faint station playing old music. Mm. Creepy. Old music mm. is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> When he drove the car into the driveway of the blue house, he looked up into the rearview mirror to say something to the woman, but instead his heart froze in his chest. The back seat was empty. Oh, right. 
The man <laughs> got out of the car and frantically ran around it, searching the back seat and even looking underneath it. But the woman had vanished without a trace. A light turned on in the house behind him and an elderly woman came out, wrapping a knitted blanket around her shoulders. He looked at her with mouth open, not sure how to explain what he'd just experienced without sounding crazy and possibly calling the police. Luckily, the elderly woman spoke first. It's okay, she said kindly. My name is Mrs. Williams. I'm guessing you've just seen Heather. She proceeded to tell him the story of her daughter, Heather. Many years ago, Heather had been walking home from a dance. It was after dark, and she had been hit by a car full of drunk teenagers. The teenagers survived, but she had died on the spot. Ever since, her ghost appeared every so often to a person driving that same road, trying to get back home, but never making it. But the man didn't believe it. He'd seen her with his own two eyes and heard her voice. The elderly woman was patient and described to him what her daughter looked like. Ooh. The description fit the hitchhiker perfectly. Finally, she said quietly, we buried her in Evergreen Cemetery 25 years ago. Something about these words made him start to shake. He rubbed his neck nervously and mumbled something about how he had to go. He jumped in the car and drove off. On the way out, he could see the elderly woman's kind eyes watching him go. That wasn't the end of it, though. The man tried to forget all about what had happened, but he tossed and turned all night. When the sun started to rise, his eyes were still wide open. He knew what he had to do. He drove to Evergreen Cemetery and stumbled through the mist, going from headstone to headstone reading the names. As the sun started to warm the air, he began to feel a little foolish. Maybe this was all some sort of bizarre dream. But just then, something on a headstone two rows ahead of him caught his eye. As he walked closer, he couldn't believe what he was seeing and fell to his knees. There, draped over the corner of the headstone, was a brown leather jacket. His brown leather jacket that he had lent to the hitchhiker the night before. And chiseled on the stone was her name, Heather Williams. Holy shit. Ah. <laughs> i know that's i've heard a lot of different versions but mm -hmm. that's, that's the most common one. one around here yeah you know? a lot of versions of urban legends are regional so there's different variations yeah. like, in different parts of the country or in other countries because we share some I mean, urban legends been passed down and people make it fit you know their region yeah. where so, they're from yes yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're drinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you another story. Let me get, like, one more good drink in. I got ice. I'm crunching on mm -hmm. it a little bit. It feels good on my throat. Okay. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you do it to yourself every time. <laughs> it's so easy. God, I'm dirty when I don't even realize I'm getting dirty. <laughs> It's great. Yeah. It's a good quality. Right? I enjoy it. Me too. <laughs> Thank God. Let's <laughs> hope so they do too. <laughs> Two peas in a twisted little pod. It's so Stop cute. it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, by the way. Yeah. I have a picture if you want to go to the notes. I mean, I was kind of starting to wonder. I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, It says vanishing hitchhiker. Oh. Oh. <gasps> That was a spooky looking one. Oh. She almost looks like she's wearing like a wedding dress and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But a lot of the pictures looked, I don't know, too cartoony or lame. I didn't want to put a lame picture, but Maybe. I thought this one was cool. I love this one. Okay. Yeah. The next story is about the killer in the back seat. 
also known as high beams. It's an urban legend from the United States and the UK. It was first noted by folklorist Carlos Drake in 1968. This legend involves a woman who is driving and being followed by a car or truck. The mysterious pursuer flashes his high beams, tailgates her, and sometimes even rams her vehicle. When she finally makes it home, she realizes that the driver was trying to warn her that there was a man hiding in her back seat. Each time the man sat up to attack her, the driver behind had used his high beams to scare the killer, causing him to duck back down. Yeah. So, I don't know where I saw this or read this or heard this when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. But it's stuck in my brain as something that really happens. I still check my back seat when I get in my vehicle. Uh, fuck yeah. There's a lot of um, urban legend related things that I do. And that's one of them. Like that story just stuck in my brain. So when I'm walking up to my car, when mm -hmm. I'm walking up to my door, I always glance in my back seat for that very reason. And now that I drive an SUV, I'll glance in the back too. Dude, do you remember when we were in New Orleans and we walked out and the back of my car was fucking open? It was open. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Somebody may have been trying to get inside. <laughs> Maybe it was that nice security guard. Maybe he wasn't really a nice security guard. Oh, Yeah, that was kind of scary. It was weird. It we were weird. getting ready to go somewhere and she didn't have her keys in her hand or anything. Nope, they were like they in, were in her purse. purse. And we were walking out and I was like, isn't that your car? And she's like, what? She's not even paying attention to me. And I was like, as usual, <laughs> your trunk's open, dude. <laughs> oh, the fuck? Did you do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It was creepy. Yeah. That was weird. Fun times. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> um, in some versions, the woman stops for gas mm. and the attendant asks her to come inside to sort out a problem with her credit card. Once she's inside the station, he asks if she knows there's a man in her backseat. In another version, she sees a doll on the road in the moors. So I'm guessing this is in the UK because okay. we don't have moors. No. Stops and then the man gets in the back when she's stopping to pick up the doll. And in Hell no. Yeah. First Why off. Why the fuck would you stop to pick up a doll? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I'll be damned if I'm going to stop and pick up some garbage off the side of the road. Especially a creep. No. No, not a doll. Creepy discarded Hello? toys? Annabelle with right. Robert the doll. No. No, you just don't do it. No. You don't do it. No. PSA, guys. Mm-hmm. Don't pick up spooky toys off the side of the road for numerous reasons. So many. Moving on. And <laughs> <laughs> another version, the woman gets into her car and then a crazed person leaps out from nowhere and starts shouting gibberish and slamming their hands on the car. The woman quickly manages to escape from them, but no matter how far or which direction she drives, every time she stops, the same crazed person appears and attacks the car. The woman then arrives at a police station and tells the police about the crazy person. The police calm her down and offer to drive her back to her house, but when they go with her to get her things from the car, they find the killer hiding behind the driver's seat. As it turns out, the crazy person that was chasing the woman was the ghost of one of the killer's victims, trying to either warn the woman or to get at the killer. Holy shit. I know. Oh. I had never heard that. Ooh, and I haven't I thought heard that, that was one. spooky sounding. Yeah. I like that one. I like ghosty stuff. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a version of this story that I found on urbanlegendsandhorror.com that I'm going to read for you. Yeah. A woman is driving home from a late meeting at work. Turning up the radio when a song comes on that she likes, she is carefree and starts to sing along. 
she is my spirit, my spirit animal, this woman. Have you ever seen the movie Urban Legends? <laughs> that's a, that's where Amanda got her research from. <laughs> no, she turns on the radio and yes. starts singing a song, and it's horribly done. <laughs> it's like the way I would be singing in my car. <laughs> Y'all, this week Amanda texts me a picture of the Urban Legends movie. <laughs> Hey, and she's hey, like, hey, hey, I'm doing research. And then she texts me a picture of what were you drinking? A daiquiri? It was it was a raspberry margarita. A raspberry margarita. <laughs> and she's like, just preparing. <laughs> Rub it in my face while I'm sitting here with a screaming three year old. Yeah. Thanks, friend. You're welcome. <laughs> Seriously, like, Ashton was, like, hanging all over me and yelling. I and I know. opened that up, and I'm like, you bitch, you're watching movies and drinking. My kids at her dad's. I, I know. I got jelly. It's fine. This is just jealous me talking. It starts to rain heavily, and she sighs, putting on her wipers. After about ten minutes, a car appears behind her, and she thinks nothing more of it. Suddenly, the car following her flashes its lights and drives up close behind her car. Opening her window, she waves her hand, assuming they want to pass. Instead of passing, the car falls back. A little confused, the woman rolls her eyes and continues on her way. A few minutes later, the car flashes its lights again and comes right up to her bumper, almost crashing into her car. Jackass, she shouts, speeding up a little to get away from them. Getting annoyed now, she isn't surprised when the car comes right back up behind her, flashing their lights and beeping this time. The car gets very close, and the woman starts to get worried. She pulls over to see if they pass, and instead of doing this, they pull up behind her. Panicking, she drives off fast with the hope of losing them. Only five minutes from home, she sighs, relieved that they've left her alone. All of a sudden, the car screeches up behind her and speeds next to her. She looks into the car, and the man is signaling her to pull over. Thankfully, she gets to her house just in time, and without taking her stuff, she exits the car and runs inside, locking the door and immediately calls the police to tell them someone has followed her home. After hanging up, she peers out the window and sees the man getting out of his car. He starts to approach her car slowly, holding what she thought looked like a golf club. Puzzled, she goes to her front door, and as she opens it, she sees the man dragging a figure out of the back seat of her car. At this moment, the police arrive and handcuff the intruder, taking an axe from the back of her car. Jeez. It turns out the car behind her had seen the man raising the axe to kill her, and they were trying to warn her about this. Every time they flashed their lights, the figure lowered back into the seats. Uh. <laughs> and that's why you check the back seat <laughs> oh of your God. car. Oh, especially at gas stations at nighttime. All the times. Just make it a good habit. I have to debunk this one a little bit. Why? Well, because, like, in other versions, you know, he, like, slashes her... While she's driving. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of different versions of That's it. That's stupid. Because they'd be killing themselves, too. I mean, mm -hmm. if you kill the driver, it's going to crash. Yeah. That's so. Okay. If you want to go to the notes, I have a cool I little do. comic book style picture of this one. He doesn't have an axe, but it's close enough. Oh, he's fucking creepy. <laughs> I know. He's got a knife. <laughs> and she's worried about the truck behind her. And doesn't know homeboys in the back seat. Oh my god, that's so scary. He's finna shank a bitch. Like that's I even it. check behind my back seat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got SUVs. Like yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you check all the places. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't know where that came from. Do you want to go get some coffee? <laughs> some coffee? <laughs> that's, 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 that's not all of my Brooklyn <laughs> accent. That's all I can do. <laughs> I can't even. Like, I can't, I can't do out. it again. <laughs> I started to say, try to say something else. I can't even do it again. I can't even do it again. It I don't. I don't know where horrible. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Back no, to the stories. <laughs> no offense to any of the any of you northeastern people. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take another drink before I start the third story. I'm try. so sorry, you guys. You guys. <laughs> Y'all. 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 Y'all dove. <laughs> Y'all remember that post? Oh, wait. You don't? It's because you're not on our Facebook. Go <laughs> to the Facebook. On the internet. <laughs> the interweb. The interweb. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Billy. <laughs> okay. My last story is about, uh, I called it the man with the hook, but they said the hook or the hook man. It's all the same. Same, same. I like man with the hook. Yeah. That's an urban legend about a killer with a pirate-like hook for a hand attacking a couple in a parked car. In many versions of the story, the killer is typically portrayed as a faceless, silhouetted old man wearing a raincoat and rain hat that conceals most of his features, especially his face. Basically, yeah. Sorry. No, you're fine. (laughs) It's fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) I'm only having a minor mental breakdown today. (laughs) Okay. Basically, it involves a young couple cuddling in a car with the radio playing. Suddenly, the news reports that a serial killer has escaped from a nearby institution. The killer has a hook for a hand. For different reasons, they decide to leave quickly. In the end, the killer's hook is either found hanging from the door or embedded into the door. Different versions include a scraping sound on the car door. Some versions start the same way, but have the couple spotting the killer, warning others, and then barely escaping with the killer holding on to the car's roof. In another version, the woman sees a shadowy figure watching the couple from nearby. The man leaves to confront the figure, who then suddenly disappears. Thinking that his date just imagined it, the man returns to the car, only to see that the woman has been brutally murdered with the hook. Fuck. Yeah. Poor gal. Mm Mm-hmm. In another version, the couple drive through an unknown part of the country late at night and stop in the middle of the woods because either the man has to pee (laughs) or the car breaks down and the man leaves for help. While waiting for him to return, the woman turns on the radio and hears the report of an escaped mental patient. She then hears a thumping on the roof of the car. She eventually gets out and sees the escaped patient sitting on the roof, banging the man's severed head on it. Another variation has the woman seeing the man's butchered body suspended upside down from a tree with his fingernails scraping against the roof. Yeah. Um, In another version of this variation, he's hanging right side up and either his blood is dripping on the roof or his feet are scraping against the roof. Mm -hmm. In other versions, the man does return to the car only to see his date brutally murdered with a hook embedded in her. Other tales have the woman leaving the car when her date doesn't come back only to see his mutilated body. 
um, either on the car's roof or nailed to a tree or, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. somewhere. As she starts to panic, she runs in, she runs into the maniac and is also killed. In another variation of the story, the woman is discovered by police. While being led to safety, she is warned not to look behind her. When she does so, she sees the grisly aftermath of the man's murder. Yeah, that is the one that I remember yeah. most. Um, a similar legend recounts that a young couple are heading back from a great date when their car breaks down or they run out of gas. The man then decides to head off on foot to find help with the problem while the woman stays behind in the car. Um, she then falls asleep while waiting and wakes up to see a hideous person looking at her through the window. Ew. That, that no. would scare the shit out of me. No. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Luckily, yeah. though, the car is locked, so the person can't get inside. But to the woman's horror, the person raises both of his arms to reveal that they are holding her date's severed head in one hand and the car keys in the other. Ew. And the fate of the woman is never revealed. That sounds pretty creepy. I mean, he's got the keys. And... But why would you fall asleep in the first place? I don't know. Stupid. Whatever. But here's a version I found that I liked on urbanlegendsonline.com. And one of the reasons why I picked this one is because it takes place in Pennsylvania. And I'm not from Pennsylvania, but my husband's family is. So that's that's why I picked this one. All right. <laughs> so, hi, any of the Goetzky clan that listens to this. <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> On a summer night in Pennsylvania, a boy and a girl drive out to a spot in the woods. Parked in the darkness, they hear on the radio that a man escaped from Allentown State Hospital several miles from the local high school and was terrorizing innocent people on a murder spree. He was described to have lost his hand. Years ago, it had been replaced by a large metal hook. He had hacked off his own hand in a fit of madness trying to escape a pair of handcuffs years earlier. Wow. The boy thought nothing of it, switched off the radio, and turned his attention to the girlfriend. Suddenly, small noises erupted from nearby. The girl pulled away, frightened. I'm scared. You know, about what they said on the radio. Maybe we should go home. No way. Do you want your parents to find out we didn't go to the movies? Just relax. Mm, he wanted him some. Men. Boy, I swear to God. What's your one-track mind? Right. As they picked up where they left off, they didn't hear anything for a while until there was a loud screech on the door, obviously coming from the girl's side of the car. That's it. Take me home. It's not safe out here. Yes, queen. Yes. Her boyfriend, senselessly frustrated, reluctantly agreed. He complained all the way home, insulting her for being such a baby. Barely you're the baby. Sorry. You're the ass. He's the <laughs> ass. Barely waiting for the car to stop, the girl angrily opened the door and got out of the car as they pulled up to her driveway. Slamming the car door, ready to go inside, she froze, staring at the car. She started to scream. The boy, growing a bit alarmed, got out of the car and walked around to her side where he, too, stopped where he stood and could only stare at the door handle in frightened amazement. Found hanging from the car door was a bloody hook just dangling in place. <laughs> Whew. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, if you want to go to the notes, yes. I have a picture. It says the hook. And it's another, like, comic book style picture. <gasps> But isn't that oh, cool? the shadows on the hood of the car. Oh, yeah. my God. I thought that was a cool one. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Woo. <laughs> so that's it. That's all I got. Okay. And that was mine. 
My turn. I'm doing the babysitter and the man upstairs, the red spot, and the ankle slasher. Okay. Yeah. You ready? I don't know what the red spot is. I'm scared. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> you don't know what the red... I don't think so. I don't know. Bitch. Okay. I'm ready to be educated. Okay. Tell me all the things. You fixing to get edumacated. Okay. Here we go. The babysitter and the man upstairs, or also known as the babysitter or the sitter, is an urban legend about a teenage girl babysitting children who receives a telephone call from a stalker and continuously asks her to check the children. Mm. This legend, unfortunately, isn't just a made-up tale to frighten your childhood BFF. Yes, ma'am. It's rooted in an unsolved murder case from 1950. Ah! The story goes like this. Jane was babysitting for the Millers for the first time. The Miller's kids, Bobby and Tiffany, were already asleep when Jane arrived, thank God. That wasn't in the story. I added that. Easiest gig ever. Yeah. She was doing her homework at the kitchen table when the phone rang. Hello? But only heard heavy breathing in return. She hung up the phone and walked to the front door to make sure that it was locked. The phone rang again. Jane picked up and said, Hello? Have you checked the children? Said a low voice from the other end. Confused, Jane asked who was calling, but the caller was gone. Fifteen minutes later, the phone rang again, and the caller asked the same question. Have you checked the children? Jane knew she could go upstairs and check on Bobby and Tiffany, but her legs were too weak to climb the stairs safely. She called the Millers several times, but couldn't get a hold of them. Next, Jane called the operator to see if her classmates were trying to frighten her. The operator asked her to hold while she traced the calls. When the operator came back on the line, she told Jane, Get out of the house now. I'll send police. The calls are coming from inside the house. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, but here's the real story. You ready? Mm-hmm. Because this is a real... Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. There's photos. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, but I got photos, so I'm excited. Okay. 13-year-old Janet Chrisman had decided to skip a party with her classmates to babysit for a family named the Romax. The three-year-old boy she was babysitting was already asleep when she arrived. I have a picture of Janet. Okay. It says Janet. <laughs> okay. She's the dark-haired one in the picture. Yeah. Okay. Look at that string of pearls. Get it, queen. Yeah. Hello. 13. That's 13. Wait, what? Yeah, she was 13. Oh, my gosh. How the... How the... How the she looks like a mom. Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't get it. Okay. So, yeah. There's Janet. Little is known about what actually happened that night, but here's what we do know. Janet was raped and strangled to death with an iron cord... Yeah. The killer was likely someone that she knew. The most likely suspect was Robert Mueller, was a family friend of the Romax. He was 27. Uh, He was a sick fuck. He commented on Janet's well-developed form. Ew, ew. Frequently. Yeah. And uh, Miss Romax said that Mueller had run his hand across her dress like two days before the murder. Like, inappropriately. Ew. Ew. 
And he was also known to carry around a mechanical pencil that matched the puncture wounds on Janet's body. He stabbed her with a pencil? I have a crime scene photo. What in the actual? Mm-hmm. If you look at the crime scene, you can see her body off to the right, laying on the floor. <gasps> oh, her little socked foot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be us without a little bit of good shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Janet did try to call the police, but all they heard on the other, other end of the line were desperate screams. She was, like, begging them to come help her. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't really make it out. Uh, they were unable to trace the call. And soon after she made that call, Miss Romack tried calling the house to check and see how the night was going. She received a busy signal, but didn't think anything of it. It was only when the Romacks came home that they realized what the busy tone had probably been. The phone was still off the hook, and nearby Janet was dead. Yeah. That's so sad. They found her on the living room floor at 1.30 a.m. when they got home. Signs of a violent struggle spread across two rooms, but thankfully their three-year-old was safe. He slept through the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there is a newspaper article about it. You can see the actual house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Holy crap. Like, it was real. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the house where babysitter was slain. Mm-hmm. All right. So, but the uh, police and the Boone County Sheriff's Office, like, totally fucked up the whole case against Mueller. And he was never charged. Oh, my gosh. To this day, the case remains unsolved. And despite the urban legend, sorry, there were no phone calls that were placed to the house. But all the other stuff happened. Yeah. So, you know, they just added the phone calls later on. Yeah. Embellishments over the years. Mm-hmm. That was my first one. Blah. Actually, I actually did do, like, shorter cases this week. <laughs> <laughs> I was so proud of myself. And then Brittany tells me, oh, my God, mine's six pages. And I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it balances out. It's but it fine. does. It does. Because I did. I needed some shorter ones. So, okay. You ready for the spider bite or mm. the red spot? Oh, okay. I've never heard it called the red spot. Yeah. Well, okay. in scary stories to tell after dark, at dark, in the dark, in the dark, in the dark. Yeah. The one that you referenced mm-hmm. like a, a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> that this, one? <laughs> this one is in uh, book number three. It's a modern urban legend that emerged in Europe during the 1970s. <laughs> I'll get my years right. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It features a young woman who is bitten on the cheek by a spider. The bite swells into a large boil and soon bursts open to reveal hundreds of tiny spiders escaping from her ah! cheek. Dude, I it's remember. It's not okay. Oh, I remember checking this book out in third grade. Okay. This picture has like haunted me. Forever. Like, whenever I hear this story, ah, and that book is banned now. Like, I rented it in third grade, and now it's banned? Yeah. It's banned from Yeah, It didn't, you know what? It didn't damage me, not one single bit. So, put the book back in the libraries, okay? (laughs) Kids need to know. So, anyways. (laughs) It's so educational. It is educational. My God. It's fine. 
everything is fine. So <laughs> this story goes like this. Ready? Mm-hmm. While Ruth slept, a spider crawled across her face. It stopped for several minutes on her left cheek, then went on its way. What is this red spot on my cheek? She asked her mother the next morning. Looks like a spider bite, her mother said. It'll go away. Just don't scratch it. Soon, the small red spot grew into a small red boil. Look at it now, Ruth said. It's getting bigger and it's sore. That sometimes happens, her mother said. It's coming to a head. Bitch, no. (laughs) In a few days, the boil was even larger. Look at it now, Ruth said. It hurts and it's ugly. Well, we'll have the doctor look at it, her mother said. Maybe it's infected, but the doctor couldn't see Ruth till the next day. That night, Ruth took a bath. As she soaked herself, the boil burst. Out poured a swarm of tiny spiders no! from the eggs their mother had laid in her cheek. No. I have a picture. It's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. It's the picture from the book. The artwork from those books is so It's creepy. so good. It's All so of it. Good. Yeah. I know. It all, like, fits the story so well. Oh, oh, gosh. That's disgusting. Yeah. I have this thing with spiders. I hate spiders. <laughs> I don't like a spider. This story. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one about spider, like a woman with a beehive hairdo and a spider laying eggs in her beehive yeah. hairdo. <laughs> Sometimes when I wear my messy bun for two, three days, if we're being honest, mm-hmm. I start freaking out because like I constantly feel like there's something in there. I got to take it down. I got to wash my hair. I'm not trying to have no, ugh. oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there is actually a YouTube video. No, no, there's not. <laughs> Scary stories to tell in the dark. I have it. If y'all want to watch it, I'll post it. Okay. Yeah, post it. You see not, this, I am you not see trying to watch right it. <laughs> I am not trying to watch it. You should watch it. I'll itch. I'm mm-hmm. itching right now. Mm-hmm. It's so gross. Okay. I feel like there's <laughs> tiny, hairy spider legs all over me. That one's not real. Thank God. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, here's my last one. Short and sweet. Okay. The ankle slicing car thief. This one makes me sick, too. It makes me hurt. It makes makes me hurt. Um, Another another one of those things that I do. Another Uh, one of those urban legends that stuck with me. Oh, my God. Now, this one, I, I remember when it came out, like, I thought it was real. I really did. Like, Which he, is why I always check. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the claim of this one is, is that thieves lie in wait under victims' cars, then render their victims helpless by slashing their ankles. Um, more specifically, their Achilles tendons. I know. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. This story goes like this. <laughs> I just have that like <laughs> maroon five song playing in my head when I say that, and it goes like this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and now my brain's doing it too. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Appreciate ya. Every time that y'all hear me say this now. <laughs> You're welcome. 
Okay, here's the story. (laughs) And it goes like this. (laughs) The woman would come back to her car with handfuls of packages. And when she was standing there trying to open the door, a guy hiding underneath her car would slash her ankle with a razor so she couldn't get away and then take her purse and her packages and drive off in her car. What a dick. At least leave the fucking packages. What are you going to do with that? God! Like, do you know how much time and effort just went into all of that? And she'll never be able to do it again. Uh, Well, unless it was for yourself. But there was still time and energy and self-rewarding and... Uh, Dick. uh, What a dick. Totally. Um, There's another one that says... It was said that teenage punks or gangsters would hide underneath your car in a parking lot and then slash your ankles before you get into the driver's seat. Then as you reach down at your ankles in reaction to the pain, they would slash your wrist to disarm you. Then proceed to either rape or murder you or steal your car depending on which version you hear. There's also one about a man waiting for you to get out of your vehicle But I really don't see how that's possible unless you're, like, one of those people that takes an extremely long time to get out of the damn car. Don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, my God, you look fine. Can we get out of the fucking car now? I'm not trying to look at myself. I'm usually trying to answer the phone, you know, answer a text (laughs) message, finish a song, all the important things. Okay, guilty conscience. I was not even (laughs) referencing you. Mind your business. (laughs) I was talking about my mother. Oh, when I was a kid, like I'd be so anxious to go in the store and she'd be like, hold on, let me put on my lipstick. Let me check my face. Let me check my hair. I mean, she's beautiful. She did not need to do that. You see me on a daily basis. I don't check the mirror for shit. <laughs> no, it would just drive me crazy. I'm like, Mom, can we go into Toys R Us already? Jesus. You, remember you look when, fine. You remember when Toys R Us was a thing? Yeah, I do. want to be a Toys R Us kid. Do you remember KB Toys? Oh, hell yeah. I used to love KB Toys. KB Toys. Oh, my God. That was, that was the shit. That was forever ago. In the mall. Our age is showing right now. Mm. All you youngsters are probably Let's like, what it. the fuck is a KB Toys? <laughs> Let's stop it. Stop. Okay. Stop. I have a picture. Okay. <laughs> I was grasping at straws here. Here's here's like the best ankle slasher ah! picture. <laughs> I don't know what's up with the zombie dude, but um, <laughs> that is a... You kind of get like a realistic view. Very weird mask. Yeah, I don't like it. That would creep me yeah. the fuck out. That's another one of those things that I check, though, when I'm walking up to my car. Yes. Like, I'll look at my car across the parking lot and make sure there's nothing under Uh it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Because if there is, I'm just going to turn right around. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, like, make a U-E. Yeah, I always have my cell phone on me. And I always, like, hold my biggest key that I have, like, like Mm -hmm. a claw between my knuckles. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm fucking Wolverine or Freddy (laughs) Krueger. Or Edward Scissorhands. Um, let's see. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, Edward was sweet. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I mean, he did not mean to cut her on the no, cheek. No, he didn't. It was an or accident. Or fuck up her waterbed. Right? I mean, she scared the shit out of him. What was he supposed to do? It was her fault. Every time. <laughs> it was totally her fault. Calm Freddy. down. <laughs> Follicle. No. 
Folklorist. <laughs> Dyslexia and cold medicine are saying hi. <laughs> Folklorist Jan Brunvand traces the first sighting of this legend to sometime in the 1950s in the Northland Shopping Mall in Detroit, Michigan. At various times, different cities have since experienced slasher scares in which these villains of lore were rumored to be lurking under cars at local shopping centers or super Walmarts, whichever city you live in. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You know. Um, There are some variations of this tale. The victim is always female, though, and the assailant is always male. Robbery is the usual motive for the attack, but gang initiation and rape turn up in some tellings when it's rape. The victim is often dragged back under the car with the deed taking place there. How the... There's no room there. How the hell can you do that? There's no room there. Okay, debunked right there. When the attack is part of an... And initiation, in some versions, the victim's instinctive reaching down to clutch her injured ankle gives the gang member his opportunity to cut off one of her fingers, and he shows it as proof that he did it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I just want to keep all my fingers. Yeah. I mean, finger sounds kind of worse than an ankle. I need my fingers. I need my ankle, too, though. I mean, yeah. I use it every day. I need my fingers <laughs> for my occupation, okay? <laughs> I'm not pushing you. <laughs> yes, you will. Fine, I'll I would push, push you. you on the cliff. <laughs> I thought that, but I wasn't going to say know, it out loud. You said it out loud. What kind of friend are you? The best kind. Uh. <laughs> I would totally put you out of your misery if you asked me to. <laughs> Thanks, dear. You're welcome. <laughs> I know you were People thinking it. That's why I said it. tell you about my best friend. <laughs> I'm amazing. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. I'm, I'm seriously almost done. Oh, shit. Fuck. Come on. We've got a job to do. I mean, I can stop it if you want me to. It's fine. No, tell me all the things. Ow. I have something in my eyeball. Your finger. No, it's not my finger. <laughs> Hashtag dad joke. <laughs> okay, I got it. Uh, the origins of this myth, despite the many places this legend has been, no verifiable incidents of this nature have been reported. That's not all surprising either. Most cars sit low to the ground, hello, making it damn near impossible for anyone to hide under them, yet still remain, like, to have enough freedom of movement to, to, like, to slash the driver's ankle and get out from underneath the car quickly to complete the robbery before, like, any of the victim's cries draw attention. Unless you drive an SUV, just saying. There's a bunch of them jacked up ones down here. And if an assistant, (laughs) assistant, if an assailant is looking for a place to conceal himself, why the fuck would you not like just crouch down behind the car or maybe even in it, you know, like the backseat dude. So anyways, I'm done. Woo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now that my skin is crawling and I'm terrified to walk out to my car. I feel like I got stuff crawling on my feet. What? Yeah. 
I'll walk you out to your car. Okay. We'll shine a flashlight underneath okay. and in the back seat and all that. Okay. I got you. No worries. Okay. So I have all this stuff to carry out there. I know. It's so heavy. Yeah. We need an assistant. We need an intern. We do need an intern. There's so much stuff I don't want to do. <laughs> we we need, need an intern that doesn't want any money. Hence, intern. There's paid internships. Just okay, not well, here. this one will not be paid. Just but not here. <laughs> we will buy you hump day treats. We'll let you have a sip of our hump day treats. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a bite and a sip. I kid, I kid. Maybe. No. Okay. So we're done. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? That one was actually, like, really relaxing. It was. It was fun. I liked it. Those were our favorites, y'all. Yeah. Hope you like them, too. Um, if y'all have any good urban legends that y'all love, because there are so many current ones that we really love, but um, they've been done yeah, a lot. We were just trying to do classics. But if you can think of a super cool urban legend that you want to share with us, mm-hmm. please do so. Send it to us. We would love that. Mm-hmm. Always. So, yeah. Do, do that. Go, go uh, give us some reviews. Yeah. Get you a sticker. Get a sticker. Because you know you want it. Uh-huh. And display it proudly and prominently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you get it, we want, we want to see the pictures. Yes. Of what you decide to do with it. Yes. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Thank you, Amanda Higgins, for our super <laughs> awesome artwork. Thank you, Amanda. You're so awesome. We love you. Thank you, Craig Weaver, for our super awesome music. Oh, my God. It totally kicks ass. I know. I love our music so I much. said it all smart-assy, but I didn't mean it. No. Like, I really love it. That's just the mood at the moment. And, and thank, thank you, you, Steven Goweski. The hubs. Yeah. For the editing. Yep. Thank you so much for doing all you do. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> putting up with our bullshit he'll get that reference (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay i guess that's it that's it go follow us on all the stuff so you can see the photos come back next week please do and the next 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 we got like two years planned of stuff so many topics we're gonna be around for a little while y'all are gonna have to keep listening oh share us with the people oh yeah share us with your friends Please do. Tell them. Be an ambassador. Yeah. Like, we beg y'all to do so much stuff every week, and y'all are doing it. But, like, share share the wealth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Share, share our Facebook wealth. page or share a link to our podcast or something. That would be so cool. Be like, hey, you know, like, I've been listening to this really cool podcast. It's called Oddities and Curiosities. You should check it out. These girls How are hard was that? That was, like, two seconds. These girls are so awesome. They're so clever and witty and, and down fun. to earth. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. I think that's all I got. My brain is mush. Mine is too. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We love you guys. We love y'all. Bye. Thank you. Bye, you guys.